0: Hey everyone, in this AB Talks with Hamdan Al-Abri, we get to know his story, his struggles, his music, and his beautiful voice. I hope you enjoy the chapter. يا Ya halla. الاخبار Hamdan.
1: I'm good, brother. Thank good? you. What about you, man?
0: I'm good. How are you really doing?
1: Oh, man, uh, despite the circumstances, things are good. Uh, I think as, as long as the family is healthy, the loved ones are healthy... Um We're doing. Uh, I mean, as long as I'm doing, uh, you know, comparatively well, I have a shelter over my head and got food to eat. I'm good. I mean, alhamdulillah. Yeah.
0: So, how is Hamdan? Like you, I know alhamdulillah, your family is good. Your your circumstances are good. Mm-hmm. You have a roof over your head. Right. But how are you doing as Hamdan in this uh, period?
1: I mean, uh, I mean, I'm definitely in a, in a in a good place. I mean, obviously as human beings we can never be 100% perfectly happy all the time i mean it's uh, that's how that's how life goes uh, but at the moment i'm good um, i'm in a good place i uh, wish i could shed uh, some some kilos and <laughs> and uh, go back to my young days but apart from that i'm i'm good creatively um, mentally
0: hmm.
1: emotionally i'm good it's good
0: yeah, yeah. Um, tell
1: me about your childhood Um, Childhood uh, was growing up in Dubai, um, when Sheikh Zayed was two lanes, (laughs) each side, uh, simple life. Um, My dad is a musician, so there's always music playing in the house. Hmm. Um, uh, The the memory of my childhood, the, the strongest was when we were living in Jumeirah. Uh, near Suffolk Park when it was... <laughs>
0: That's where my dad lived.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, man, I love... man. We used to love going down and, you know, just uh, roaming around the neighborhood in our bicycles, me and my brother and my, my sister. And uh, um, I miss those times, you know. Um, uh, I think people, uh, the young ones here, especially are into social media and, and playing computer games. But back in the day, it was all, for us, it was all about going out and playing football, basketball... Uh, Catching grasshoppers. Do you remember catching? (laughs) So, yeah, that that was my childhood at that time. I mean, um, uh, music, uh, me getting into music came way later on. I mean, I wanted to be an artist. That was my... Like a painter? A painter, yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to... I was drawing um, ever since I uh, could hold a pencil. I mean, I was really into drawing and stuff like that. And I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be an archaeologist first. uh, Because I'm really into history. And then... uh, and then I decided I wanted to be an artist, uh, so that's what I went and studied, hmm. and that's when I found my love for for music.
0: Interesting. I'm sure your dad was happy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Was he happy,
0: or he, was he the type that doesn't want his son to follow his footsteps? No,
1: I think that my mom was was the one who was, who was hesitant because she's obviously she's seen how my dad was and how the, how the music was taking a lot of uh, the time, and you know the music is something that's. That's pretty much your first, your first baby, your first love, you know? Uh, and she saw that with my dad, uh, and obviously she was hesitant about me. She's a doctor. She's a gynecologist, so she always thought uh, having something uh, um, like a proper 9 to 5, like a doctor or a lawyer, was something that, yeah. as opposed to like doing music, because it was such an unstable... Uh, career path to take Mm. (laughs) but my dad yeah my dad uh, he loved it obviously he was very proud is he still singing yes he is yeah he's uh he's much more religious now so he's he's, he sings mainly religious music uh, um but uh, he still sings i just saw a video of him on uh, facebook he's very active on facebook uh, okay he's in Zanzibar right now doing uh singing like religious uh, so
0: how was your relationship with your parents
1: it was very good i mean um Alhamdulillah, they're they're both very religious uh, um, uh, people, they're religious Muslims, but at the same time they let me express myself. I remember when I used to grow my hair, um, the people in our community would would talk behind our backs and say, Oh, this guy looks, uh, me and my brother, we look... uh, we look you know we look like homeless people drug addicts but but they let us they let us express ourselves uh either through the music either through the art or through the style that we were wearing at that time uh with my you know with the hair they weren't constricting us in in letting us be ourselves obviously as long as we weren't hurting anybody and of, of course as long as we weren't um uh, insulting our religion in any way you know uh Uh, And I always appreciate that. I think uh, having open minded parents is very important. And rare. And rare, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I find that um,
0: considering you're an Emirati, you know, you come from the Gulf. Right. And uh, even, like, I relate because we are so used to certain looks and certain behaviors. Yeah, yeah. That, um, for example, my mother doesn't wear the hijab. Uh, it's her choice, right? right? She was wearing it at some point, another didn't, and mm-hmm. another point doesn't wear the abaya. Used to wear the abaya, doesn't wear it now. So, automatically, because the abaya is gone and the shale is gone, it's very difficult for people to even guess if she says, Guess where I'm from.
1: Right, right, right. They'll
0: never say UAE. No, yeah, for sure, yeah. But then I always think it's also beautiful to have diversity in any nationality. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, like you said, we were talking before, like you could have somebody who's half a Marathi, half Thai. Exactly. And they would not look like a typical uh, no, Emirati, no, no. but they're Emirati. And I think it makes it so beautiful that you have this diversity. And I love the badge, which I, th- I hope the camera can catch. Yeah, man. But man. It, it was, you said it's been on
1: your jacket for a proud. while. Super proud, yes, yes,
0: absolutely. And you know, it's <laughs> the flag and Sheikh Mohammed. And I think this is where Hamdan, true. uh, threw, uh Patriotism mm-hmm. and love for a nation and a love for your land comes here. Absolutely. Not only with our hairstyle or if it's a necklace or right, it's right. A, a jacket or a national dress or not. I love the national dress when I want yeah, to. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, but does it define how much how much of a loyalty you have to your country? Right, no. Absolutely. If that was, it was like that, it would be so easy in life. You no, just no, wear right. a
1: national dress and you're the most... Patriotic person. But it's not agree. Like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, in ab- your heart. Absolutely. Every time uh, I've done an interview or talked about uh, my music, I always have to mention where, I'm, where I came from, you know what I mean? Because Dubai and UAE has, has molded me into the person that I am. I'm, I met so many people from different countries over here. That's The music that I'm doing is because I was born and raised in the, in the UAE. Um, and I think that's very important. I mean, I always rep uh, UAE. I mean, to the to, to the day I die. I mean, I love the fact that I'm from here. Hmm. I find it so. Um, I have so much respect for
0: your parents to allow uh, their children to express themselves because I think Asian and Arab families we we don't usually have those kind of families. African too, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. African families as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and mean, they will whatever they were brought up with, yeah, they yeah. Um, implement fully. On their children, and I find that a bit sad because you said something nice. you said, as long as we didn't hurt anybody, as long as we weren't doing any disrespect or right. ill manner, right, right. they
1: were okay. express exactly. yourself, be you yeah, yeah, right but how rare is that you know it's, it's, it was rare then I think I think our generation are much much more open open-minded as far as but I, I think uh, our parents were very much traditionally brought up. Um, and uh, especially with their mindset of how they're supposed to, uh, represent themselves, uh, to society, it was as much a different picture. Uh, but I think with us, the fact that we've been exposed to so many, you know, how, how, how small the world is now, so. um, we're much more open-minded, but back then, of course, it was, it definitely wasn't. I mean, and I know a lot of people that I grew up with didn't have parents who were that open-minded, uh, Emirati and otherwise. Um, and, uh, and we obviously took different paths you know i mean uh, i I don't think I'd ever be able to have done music as a full time career if my parents did not give me that freedom to do so and support me uh through throughout the journey as well you know and how was school school was 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 uh was good i mean i was an, I was an average student uh, I hated math <laughs> but i loved i loved the The one thing I loved about school was was the friends, like the people that you met there, Um, the friends that you made in high school. For me personally, uh, some of the closest people that I, you know, that I have, you know, I mean, they they're the ones who've seen me grow up to be the person that I am now. You know what I mean? Um, So uh, high school was a was a big um, was a defining moment in my life. Um, I loved high school. Uh, we used to go there pretty early because uh, my parents used to drop us to school before they used to go to work. Mm. So we'd be there like seven o'clock, uh, six o'clock in the morning, playing basketball, waiting for everybody else to come to come to school so school schools can uh, start. But uh, I loved I loved school uh, in that regard. Uh, the study is not. <laughs> but why not too do you much. think it's a defining moment, high school? I think I think then is uh, for me as far as my music. Uh, let me talk in the music part. Um, I was. Uh, I remember. I used to sing in in class, uh, math class specifically, because because you're bored. Because I was bored. <laughs> and I remember my my uh, my uh, my classmate at that time. He was like, "Man, you have a decent voice. Like, why don't you why don't you join the music club? You have a pretty pretty decent voice." And uh, and I was like, "Man, I mean, everybody sings, you know. What I mean, I, I just assumed everybody could 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 hold a note and sing." Um, so I joined the the music club, and at that time I was uh, I, I'm, I mean, to this day, I still am a huge uh, Michael Jackson fan, and uh, one of the songs that came out is uh, "You Are Not Alone" uh, mm. from his History album. So I used to sing that one, and people thought I sounded like him, and uh, and it got me. I mean, it got me well known in school. Everybody thought I was that uh, Michael Jackson kid in school. So uh, in that regard, it was amazing, you know, because it, it, for me, it kind of, it pointed the fact that maybe I can take music seriously and. Do this with the art at that time, and then uh, obviously music uh, took over that uh, creative side. But as a as a as a human being, I mean, uh, I, again, it comes down to the fact that I have had friends from all over the from all over the place. I mean, Shafat is mainly a Lebanese school, but uh, there were people from everywhere. Um, I used to love hanging out, uh, um, doing recess, and just uh, you know learning about people's cultures and joking around you know what i mean you know you know how school was back in the day you know um uh and i think that for me there was i, I think if i didn't have that that wouldn't i wouldn't be you know I, I, coming back to my parents is the fact that you you're always open minded to people's cultures and people's ways ways of life you uh you always gotta learn how they how they live their life how they eat, what what foods they eat um what traditions they have some things that we, we might not be doing that that they they might be doing. You know what I mean? So I was always open, open-minded open as far as that is uh, concerned as well. Mm. Um, so being exposed to that as well in, in school uh, definitely uh, opened my mind to uh, to be accepting to people, whatever culture, whatever country they're from. You, you, you said that,
0: um, or I feel, that high school was the first moment
1: you're like, okay, I have something. Yeah, right, right.
0: Like, you get that confidence. No, absolutely. It's not just anything. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's so important.
1: I mean, obviously, I had the art. I mean, I was drawing at that time. But the music, for me, like, it was an instant... You get an instant response. As soon Mm. as you sing, people respond, whether they like it or they don't like it. Ah. With the art, you got to exhibit it and Mm. (laughs) draw it out. But with music, it's instant. No, that's true. Um, You studied in Miami, right? I did, yes,
0: yes. Why did you come back considering music and art and especially English music and your style is mm. also not pop. It's more maybe soulful. Right. Uh, why wouldn't you stay there? Because that's more established. Why would you come back? Um,
1: I, I loved being in Miami. It was an amazing uh, experience. But at that time, I was like really young and I was still, I didn't really know. I had a, man, I had a music, music manager there when I was in, in uh, Miami. I found a guy who was willing to manage me and, and see if I can break through in the in the music industry in the, in the States. But it's hard, man. I mean, it's competitive, uh, it's super competitive. At that time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, I was, um, I, I wanted to be an artist at that time. I was, I was telling you I wanted to be a painter and that, that's what I went and studied for. Uh, so I had this conflict of interest as what I wanted to do. Um, and I was still kind of exploring, um, my creative, uh, my my creative juices basically. Mm. I joined uh, an experimental band when I was there. Uh, I joined a rock band when I was there. <laughs> um, and then, um, um, for me, it was the the fact that um, at one point I couldn't finish my studies because of the financial situation. Uh, we didn't have I didn't have enough money to finish my studies, so I had to come back at that point. Um, and um, um, after that, uh, I, stay, I stayed in Dubai for for a year, and then I decided to go to, to the UK mm-hmm. and see if I can break through there. And that was so my I, second question. Yeah, but yeah you reached there. Yeah. So, uh, and not realizing, I mean, you know, when you're young, you're kind of naive and thinking, oh, I'm, I'm, I have the talent. I just go and sing, and I get a recording contract, and <laughs> the rest is history. But it's not it's not as it's not black and white. You know, you have to find the right people. You have to have the right manager, or the right people. Uh, directing you to the the right situations, you know. I mean, and it's, it's sometimes it's about luck as well. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I I, I was uh, I wasn't ready in both situations. Hmm. Um, so I came back, and uh, at that point, I decided to find a a nine to five or a few nine to fives. Yeah. And you did? I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did a few. Uh, I mean, I worked in a pretty well known airlines. I worked in uh, a well-known, uh, uh, I worked in, uh, in a well known bank as well. I worked in Virgin Megastore. So you went through the rounds. I did, yes. <laughs>
0: but then you're like this is not for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean mm. the, after after Virgin which was an amazing situation to be in. I mean uh, they were g- letting the the my uh our president at that time, uh, Nasreen, um she was very she knew about my music career at that time. I was I was still uh, I was I was about to break through and she was like do your music like don't don't let this, your job here stop you from doing what you, so it was, I was, it was amazing having that support when I was there. You know? mm. But yeah, I, I knew 95 was not for, for me.
0: So you think luck has anything to do with success?
1: I, I think it has a little bit to do. I think, I think being, sometimes being in the right place at the right time. Um, I think a mixture of, of luck, being in the right place at the right time and having the right people, I think those three things mm. Um, would give you the success. I mean, what what is what is success? I mean, it, uh, success can be different things for different people. Yeah, yeah, very subjective, isn't it? Have you been lucky, you think, or unlucky? Um, I have been. I think a little bit of both. Mm. I mean, I've been I've been lucky to be able to uh, to do the type of music that I do here at that time. Uh, because nobody was doing it, you know, I mean, there was, no one was doing so music with the band doing original music, you know, I mean, it was, um, it was amazing being one of the, you know, the uh, one of the four. I mean, a four, four, I don't know what, what yeah, it can one be of the fourth of, yeah. of that genre here, right, right, um, but, uh, but it feels like I didn't know after, after the band kind of disbanded, I didn't know where, which direction to go and I kind of got lost as far as uh, where my career was supposed to go after that. So I think in that regard I was unlucky, but uh but the journey still continues. So, I mean, hopefully at some point I get my <laughs> get lucky, you know. Again, you think uh, Hamdan you're underrated? Um I think I think that's more of a question for for people to say. I mean, I I, I can never say I'm overrated or underrated, you know what I mean? I, I pers- personal opinion,
0: which I, I don't always share,
1: right.
0: I think you're very talented uh, and uh, definitely underrated. You, you know when you see potential and you see uh, talent, but then the marketing is maybe not there, right, or the right, projects right. or the albums or the recognition, right, right. it's still not there. You're like, no, there's much more that can, be, can fit in that. Uh, right. And those music pants, okay? You want to fit them. <laughs> but I think not yet. Now, the question is, is Hamdan ahead of his time? Because he's bringing a genre that nobody's used to. Is Hamdan in the wrong musical culture that don't understand his music? Should he be in Europe? Should he be... Nobody can really answer that question, I right, guess. Right, but right. it's like you said, luck is, you know, timing, location, circumstances, people.
1: No, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think it was I think it was for me coming out at that time, and even inspiring one person, one Emirati or one, you know, one kid to pursue music as a as a career for me that that is amazing. You know, I mean that for me that's um, that's an accomplishment. The fact that one kid was like, oh, I saw him on TV or I saw him performing somewhere and and he was amazing. I can I can I can do that. I can pursue. Music, or I can pursue art, or I can pursue fashion, or whatever it is, hmm. for me is is an amazing. That for me is success as well. You know what I mean? Um, I might not have all the uh, the awards or the you know the recognition in the music industry, but for me, that inspiring uh, uh, a kid or inspiring uh, a child to pursue music as as a serious endeavor is, I think for me that's a that's a success. Even even inspiring one person. Uh, and hopefully, many more from yeah, this hopefully. from this conversation.
0: <laughs> you've, um, Hamdan, you've sang alongside very big names like Erica Badu, Shadé. Uh, I always <clears throat> confuse—is it Sade or Shadé? I Sh- say Shadé, Shadé, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm good. Um, Kanye West, <laughs> right? Uh, Sting, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Opened, yeah. When you sing alongside these names that are big in our in that sector, do you look at them and think? What do they have that I don't? Um,
1: no, I actually think if they can do it, then I can do it. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, I think it's more of an inspiration. They, they kind of inspire me to to keep going. I mean, there, there's been so many times where I wanted to give up on music and say, you know, maybe I should uh, I should be doing a nine to five and doing something serious as opposed to uh, but they inspired me to kind of keep going, you know, I mean, they've, they've had so many ups and downs and look where they are now. So yeah. I, I think they're more inspirational than anything, than, than me being uh, envious or, or jealous, you know. And they, are, I mean, these are people that I, I used to grow up listening to. I mean, Shade, like, Stink, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, who was Herbie Hancock, Quincy Jones. These are, these are legends, you know. Ah uh So me as an Emirati boy growing up and watching and seeing these people listening to their music um watching their videos on m t v back in the day on the satellite <laughs> on the dish you know uh it's inspiring you know i mean that's like i don 't believe it it's like it's like when my dad uh when he came in sixty eight and he sees the metro and he can 't believe that there's a metro uh here in Dubai now when back in the day it used to take hours for to get from here to Or days, sometimes, to get from here to Abu Dhabi. So, So, I mean, uh, I think that's it's inspirational to see. Um,
0: Would you say Hamdan, you've struggled a lot in your career?
1: Um, Honestly, I've been I've been blessed. Um, I mean, I I hate I hate uh, being cheese, but I mean, seriously, I've been blessed to be in the position that I am. But but saying that. Uh, i don 't want to say that there haven't been times where it's been super tough um where where maybe mentally emotionally i wasn't um where i wasn't completely there you know uh, as far as uh in order to pursue music or continue making music there was times where i i, I didn 't have anything to express anymore creative i was I had a, I had a creative block where i didn 't want to make music anymore i, I didn 't know what to write about uh, mm. so there've been moments like that um um, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm a, I'm a human being. You have ups and ups and downs, but overall, I think I've been I've been super blessed to be uh, to be you know to be given the talent first off, and then you know to be able to share it with with the with people, man. It's it's, it's been amazing. I love performing live because that's when we was when I share energies with people. I mean, that's that's the perfect time. Mm. And, uh, you know, I get to do that as, as a full-time job, you know. Uh, I'm lucky. I, meant, uh,
0: the, I think for somebody who's watching and who's probably struggling with this dilemma, and I've seen a lot of um, talented artists, they don't know whether they should do music in Arabic or English because Arabic is the typical route. Right. Easy, the audience gets it, you can become bigger quickly. Right. But a lot of them, their talent is in English. And, but then you always talk to them and they're always struggling whether they should switch to Arabic or stick to English. And to pay their bills and to actually build a career, it's a much harder journey if you're in an Arabic area to do music in English. It's just kind of against the grain. Right,
1: right.
0: So, like, how, how would you talk to those people? that Because you stuck to your guns. I don't think you ever switched to Arabic.
1: No, I've never, I've never done. Arabic. Which is
0: rare, huh? Right? because yeah. most people I've seen, they try different because they are struggling in the English. He'll try to go to Arabic, and then maybe he doesn't make it because he doesn't sound the same or his voice doesn't fit, and then he wants to go back to English. I, you've seen it, I'm sure a lot. No,
1: yeah, I have, I have seen it. I mean, I think uh, for me, uh, I think where the, where this where where some artists have a dilemma is when they they're switching to Arabic as a market as you know as a, as a means to to break through i mean if, if it's something that they genuinely wanted to do and they think um maybe singing in my my native language would be is where i feel um i belong i think that's cool but when i when it, when it feels like when you, you're trying to do it as a marketing uh, thing in order to break through and then obviously coming back and doing whatever you know whatever language you want to sing in i think that's where they have the dilemma for me i always wanted to do uh to do music uh, and sing in English because I was always thinking um, I was always wanted to represent the UAE internationally, and I think the, the you know the the main language out in the world is English, where you reach the, the most uh, and that's you know that's what I've, I've been singing from the beginning. I think I'd, I would be um, I wouldn't be true to myself if I was tr- if I was trying forcing myself to sing in Arabic when that's not really where I started, you know. And, it, and I think sometimes it shows with artists where it feels like they're not generally being themselves because they're forcing themselves to sing in a, in a language that they're not particularly comfortable with. Correct. Um, but for me, I always, did, I always thought that's... Uh, what I wanted to do is represent the UAE internationally and sing, you know, sing in, the, in, in the language... So, so music and sing it in, in English, you know, because mm. I, I, don't th- I don't think people would expect that coming from the UAE. Yeah, maybe. Are you, are you insecure? Uh, I do have my moments, yes. I definitely have my moments. Insecure what, as, uh, overall, like overall. as a human being? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I, de- I definitely have my insecurities, absolutely. Um, sometimes I, I'm even thinking like, uh, am I really, there, there are moments where I think somebody mentioned, uh, he called it an, an imposter syndrome. Where you think that, like me, I I I think I'm doing I'm, I'm 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 singing and I'm performing and I'm getting money from doing that. I'm it's a career, but I don't. But I, I just feel like one day people are gonna wake up and realize that I'm not as talented as <laughs> as they think I am, you know. So I'm always having those kind of doubts sometimes where I'm unsure of my abilities as a as a as a performer and a and a singer and as an artist. Where people might think I'm a I'm a phony, basically. Hmm. Uh, so I think that insecurity I have definitely. Um, and and security is you know my physical being. You know, uh, t- 2020 I, I gained the you know I gained the pounds, and now I'm like super conscious about about my weight. But uh, that's something that I can fix uh, emotionally. You know, mentally, that's something that we can fix. Um, uh, but yeah, you definitely, I definitely have those phases for sure. Mm.
0: You mentioned in an interview that you went through depression,
1: and tell me about that. Um, I think, I think as an artist, uh, I don't, I don't want to speak for all artists, but um, I think when you're an artist, when you're a creative human being, you be, you're, you're a little high, over hypersensitive to things, and one of the, you know, the littlest thing can kind of Bring you bring it down or, you know, bring you up to you to a euphoric level um, And at one point where rather than dealing with my problems or dealing with the things that I was going through I would rather forget it and you know, and and either party or whatever I was doing at that time um, and obviously that kind of Piled up all the things that I was going through and it kind of it all came crashing down at one one time and uh It put me in a really dark place uh, for a very long time where I wasn't doing music at all uh, at one point. Um, um, But then obviously I let go of all my vices that I have, that I had. I kind of had to face my, you know, face my, uh, my hardships um, uh, head on, you know. Hmm. Um, And only then I started getting back into music. Uh, I, I met up with the... Two of my, two of my really good friends, uh, Adriano and uh, Megadon, and we started writing. That's when I started getting back into writing and uh, uh, writing music uh, when they wanted to do Dreamfleet, Aubrey and the Dreamfleet. So I slowly started getting into writing then and then slowly started getting back into doing music again. But for the longest time, almost, almost two years, I wasn't doing music at all. It was just, oh, wow, just enough. In a, in a bit of a limbo where I was like maybe music is not for me or maybe, I,
2: yeah. I was just
1: mentally I wasn't there like it wasn't even about the music it was everything else like I was just not uh, I wasn't completely uh, in my element you know
0: so how, how would you advise somebody to get out of that if it's two years for you and you can rewind and go back would you help yourself get out of it faster if you knew how I think
1: the, pro- the problem with depression, and the problem with, with going through hardships is sometimes you don't even realize it, that you're going through that. Uh, even when people tell you that, you know, you're, you're in a rough spot right now, or uh, even when you see, the, you know, the telltale times of it, sometimes you don't even realize it until, like, you know, at the point where you, one day you wake up and you go, damn, like, it's been two years, we haven't done any music, nothing. I mean, it, 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 sometimes it just hits you like a, like, a, like a pile of bricks. Uh, You don't realize you're going through it until the the moment where you wake up one day and you're like, where has those two years gone? Or where those, whatever amount of time you've been in that depression. uh, You get so... um, You get so immersed in it sometimes that you don't even realize you're in it. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. Yeah, so... Mm. uh, Um... I think I think realizing you know realizing you're in it, uh, they always say you know, that the, the, the first thing about uh, about an addiction or anything is admitting admitting exactly, so uh, I think that the first thing you' got to do is, yes, I do have a problem, and then going around to fixing it.
0: <laughs> mm. right So you would find or give yourself advice on how to leave it earlier or get out of it earlier would it be awareness like you said i think awareness i mean so you'd say hamdan was in denial for most of the
1: two years definitely Hmm. yeah most definitely okay i was was busy uh, i was busy indulging in my vices and not you know uh, not dealing with the problems
0: Hmm. basically and uh, what does music mean to you
1: Music for me is, is everything, man. Like, yeah, for me, that's, um, even in this situation, it's, it's a remedy, you know. Like, I, I always came back to whatever, whatever music that I do, it's always something that I'm either going through personally, and for me, music is like a remedy for, like, I want to talk about it, mm. uh, or music is talking about whatever is, going in the, whatever is affecting me as far as, like, what's going on in the world and wanting to talk about it. I wanted to think about it, or express myself, uh, or my thoughts about what's going on in the world. Those are the two things. Um, so for you, music is is uh, is everything, man. Like for me, I I believe like I'm I'm born to be on stage. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, there have been times where uh, you know I get lost in a, in a trance when I'm on stage. I mean, like I'm completely not even there anymore. Um, and I'm in this little, you know, little world of myself, and just kind of drifting, and you know, and everything is just coming out because I'm, but I'm not there. I'm just almost like a vessel, you know what I mean? And uh, that's what I love about music.
0: You hmm. have those little moments, you know. And what is love to you? <sighs>
1: oh, love, love is about. Good question, man. I think love is is. is how much you can care for for for, for something or someone is how much you um I, I remember there's there's a saying i think the uh, dalai lama uh, said one time where love isn't about how it makes you feel love is about how you make somebody else feel you know what i mean like how it's not about uh, a selfish thing it's about a, a self selflessness basically it's about you giving yourself to somebody and making them happy as opposed to how much they make you happy. Hmm. Um, so always try to live off that. I think that's a great definition of love where you, how much you can give yourself to um, either better or make somebody else loved or happy or um, or a family, man. Fa- I think family is a huge... When you can contribute to family and make sure that they have a roof over their head, that they have you know, all the love and direction and support that they need, that's love, man. That's love, I think.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, what does the UAE mean to you? Ma'am, UAE is, is everything. everything. Uh, I told you from the beginning that this is this place molds, molded me to who I am today. This is UAE. This this is this is you know this is a result of being in the UAE. I, lo- I love. Uh, recently, I've been going to to places like Hatta and and Qurfa uh, Khan and um, and. Um, in Fujairah and stuff because this is back in the day we used to go with the family and so it's a lot of nostalgia a lot of uh, bringing back i think when we get older we kind of go back to the places <laughs> that brought us the most uh, the most joy so those places specifically um, um but in general man like, i i just love the fact that i got to grow and 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 develop and evolve with my country I don't think there's many people in the, in in the world where they could grow with their country like uh I was born in 81 and things were still kind of developing and then I think around two around uh, the 2000s when things started taking off and you were gro- and I, I was growing with that I'm sure you were as well you know
0: Yeah 81 too
1: Yeah so it's uh, it's beautiful to to be able to grow with your country I mean yeah, I never thought of that
0: Yeah it's nice yeah. it's very true yeah. it's rare it's very rare yeah yeah, most countries are already established. Already established, exactly. they hardly growing. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: do you think, Hamdan, everyone is creative? Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think everybody has a creative... Um, I, I think some people would rather feed the rational side of, of themselves, because obviously there's a irrational, which is the creative side, <laughs> and the rational, which is more, more the organizer and planned out and... Um, but I think everybody has a bit of both. Um, mm. uh, it just depends on which um, which wolf you wanna you wanna feed.
0: Hmm. Um, what is your favorite color, and three reasons
1: why? Favorite color? Oh wow, I have a few, but um, I mean, one of them is black. I love black. Yeah, three reasons why black? Why black? Mm. Um, I don't know. I just I just love the way it looks. I mean, I love the extent. I think I think the fact that it as an absence of color <laughs> hmm. is 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 an amazing uh, thing. You know, um, I love. I'm a night person.
0: Okay, that's two.
1: Um i I'm a night owl, so black is definitely, and I love the way it looks on me. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: I don't know if this is an accurate assessment, but uh-huh. it, it says your the, favorite color is how you see yourself. Oof. And you kind of answered that because you said one, uh, It's but the first one was the most interesting one, the absence of color. The
1: absence of color. which
0: really. I, I don't know how to translate that completely, <laughs> but I find it very interesting. The second one, you said that uh, you're a night owl. So you already answered it for me. Because right, right, right. that's how you connect to the color.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And the third one is that, that looks good.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Good. Um, so you think you look good. <laughs> that's good. In black, in black. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm.
1: What are you afraid of? <sighs> I think I'm afraid of... of, of dying and not accomplishing everything that i wanted to accomplish that's mine man. oh really (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's my way i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not uh i'm not scared of dying that's that is a whole different thing same i'm scared of not being fulfilling fulfilling everything that i want to or at least a bit most of it yeah yeah exactly i mean obviously we're we're all not perfect but at least the majority of it (laughs) before Hmm. before going i think uh, i fear that for sure
0: yeah i relate what makes you feel valuable?
1: Um, I, would, I would like to think that I, I, I bring joy to the people that I love. I mean, again, we're not, we're not perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've been a problem child with my family and my parents, and, but I'd like to think that I'm a positive contribution that i that i'm making the people that i love that i'm bringing joy to their lives you know what i mean mm. and even 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 to strangers as well like it uh, uh, always comes back to performing and and when when you see somebody smiling because you're you're performing i think that for me is 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 uh uh it's it's great. I mean, I love I love having that where where somebody has no idea what I do. or go on stage and perform, and it brings a smile to the face, and said, "You know, thank you so much for making my day, or thank you so much for hmm. for expressing yourself. You made us happy." I mean, I think that for me is uh, okay.
0: Best moment in your life so far? <sighs>
1: Best moment in my life. Uh, music. Anything. Anything. there have been so many, man,
0: so many. Give me one that is sentimental to you, maybe <laughs> a bit more than the rest.
1: Sentimental. I think, I think when my, my mom came to see me perform, uh, this was years ago, but uh, I was performing in the, not this fridge, there was uh, the fr- fridge in Nalakos. I was doing a performance, and, uh, and I told her to come down, and she came down, and she came with the, my cousins and my cousins' kids. Hmm. And for her, to, for her to see me perform, was meant a lot to me. You know? So it's nice. I, I definitely hold that uh, very dear to my. I mean, it was years ago. <laughs> but well, but still, you yeah, still, you still remember it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's definitely You know what's
0: interesting? As no matter how old we grow Hamdan, We always want the approval and recognition of our parents.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Doesn't change. Your parents say something negative to you, it sticks to your head (laughs) more than anyone. It pierces. (laughs) (laughs) Big time. And they say something good, and it's armor.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, yeah, I I keep saying that uh, loved ones' opinions are tattoos on the mind. Oof. They're Satu- not like the tattoo that you can uh, wash off. No, absolutely. It's a very hard to remove. We need yeah. a laser machine. <laughs> it's, it sticks. So you, you have like to it. be so careful what you say to the people that really love you. No, really careful. Like if you say, I think you're looking ugly. It's, it, it will stick. But maybe a, a comment, ugly, you don't care. A random comment on, online. But somebody you love tells you that? Oof, man. It's different. Trust me. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Worst moment in your
1: life. <sighs> Worst moment. Um, oh man. Um, I think I think losing my my grandparents. I think that was that was uh, definitely both my grand my grand my my grandfather's day. They passed away before I was even born, but uh, my grand—like we grew up and uh, were raised pretty much by our grandmother's. My, my 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 mom used to go to work and stuff like that. So losing them when I was uh, maybe in my teens, that was tough, man. I was, yeah, yeah. To this day, I mean, they were amazing, both of them. Nice. Uh, so yeah, to, to losing them, I was. They were the, the they were the first. I mean, apart from uh, two of my friends in high school that that that, that uh, their lives were unfortunately cut short, um, but they were, But my grandparents were the first people, like in family, that I lost. I mean, it was a very huge uh, um, moment for me, where where you know losing people that you have in your family, like that was uh, a very yeah, that was super hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. How did you react to that?
1: um it's all a bit of a blur i mean the when my 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 mom's mom passed away i was in england at the time i was trying to i was trying to uh make it again in, <laughs> in england uh and and she passed away in her sleep um uh so being there and her you know everybody else here going you know my family going through it here was was super tough because I couldn't be with them. You know what I mean? And I, t- I, and I told my mom, should I come back? I and mean, she was like, don't. I mean, don't. Um, but uh, man, it was, it was hard. Uh, but I, and but they both like pretty. When it happened, it was they're all pretty blurry. But in the context of when you, when you go back, um, you know, and see how much they, they uh, affected my life in a positive manner, it's it's hard, man. right. Yeah, yeah. How
0: did they affect it positively?
1: Um, I remember my 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 dad's mom always used to sit us down and and, and uh, uh, tell us uh, the story of Israel Miraj. The you know every every <laughs> before Ramadan she would she would tell us the story and uh, she'd always want like back back massages, so we always used to walk on her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, they were like, especially my my dad's mom, and she was super, she was super tough. Like if you did something wrong in the house, like she'd make sure you know it. Like try to, <laughs> try to whip you with. It. But but they, you knew they loved you. You know what I mean? Like there was love there. Like uh, so yeah, definitely. And the fact that they had uh, my grand, you know, I I didn't get to know my grandfathers, uh, and but they were in my life and and stuff was. Uh, Mm. It was a very important, man. Yeah. They're a huge part of my life for sure.
0: I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Any regrets?
1: <sighs> no, man. If I if I have if I have regrets, then I'd have to change something. That that happened, you know what I mean? And that means I wouldn't be where I am today. I uh, those things that were good in my life, you know what I mean? So, if. I wouldn't want to change anything because everything that has brought me to this point, the good and bad, has, has, you know, is, is, is what's defined me, you know, what, what I am now. If I go back and change all the regrets and, and, you know, and, and lament about the things I could change and stuff like that, I wouldn't be where I am now, including the good things.
0: So where you are now, you're happy with? Or you're like, if I can go back in time, I would tell Hamdan to stay in Miami <laughs> or to stay in the UK? Oh, man. I don't like what ifs, but if you could hypothetically, would you go back and say, No, Hamdan, stay here. Don't come back to the UAE. I,
1: I would think I would watch from afar. <laughs> I would watch from afar and 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 uh, and try to like silently scream to him not to do <laughs> indirectly tell <try to laughs> <not. laughs> him. As opposed to like screaming and say, Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean uh, I don't know man, it, uh, I don't know if you've heard about the butterfly effect, I mean one little change. Yes. The fluttering of a butterfly's wings can change so many things in the world, you know what I mean? So mm. I wouldn't want to change anything because then I wouldn't meet, I want to meet you, I wouldn't meet uh, the other people in my life, you know it's what I mean? So, uh, I wouldn't want to change anything, no, no. I would, I would let them be as, as just watch from afar and, and go, damn, this guy, <laughs> this guy is so stupid. <laughs>
0: With popcorn. With popcorn,
1: exactly. <laughs> no, <it> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, another hypothetical one. Another hypothetical question is um, if we can take Hamdan's heart with all that it went through, the love, the music, the depression, the sadness, the loss, and after all this journey of, mashallah, Allah Iyafzal, 39 years, and you can put it in front of you, what would it tell you? What would my heart tell me? What would your heart hypothetically tell you now after this journey so far?
1: <sighs> Man. Um, I would like to think it would tell me to keep going. Uh, I'd like, uh, I'd like to think uh, it would tell me uh, there's so much more that you haven't done yet. Um, I think it would tell me to, uh, to uh, maybe maybe lay off the peanut butter. <laughs> 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 uh, I would think it would tell me to fill it more with love than anything else. Um, I, would, I think it would tell me to, to let go of, you know, of, of, of negative energies uh, of situations and people as well. Um, that's what I think I would like it to tell me Um, I think uh, maybe as well continue to be true to myself regardless of what what I might think sometimes I think those things yeah music in one word
0: Uh, music in one freedom Hmm. I'm done in one word uh
1: Complicated. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you man. It was nice. You, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, this, this song is called uh, Nature. It's basically talking about the fact that everybody is, is uh, an inspiration. Everybody is a star. Um, they, should, they should never feel anything less than uh, amazing. So this one's called Nature. Hey.
2: When you're in so deep that you don't even hear a sound a Close introspective uh, Like the sunshine and the clouds don't exist at all Just a power of universe Yes, you rule it uh, A solitary confinement of our own design Yes, you do this uh, Yes, you do this uh, you are all the elements, the triangle and the circle. Hey. I say life, love, and death. You are ever knowing, everlasting, ever true. Yes, Whoa. you are ever knowing, everlasting, ever true. Listen, y'all, I'm two spaces colliding, every grain of sand, every single raindrop. I am one and I am everyone, I am everything. I am one and the same, I am her and him. I'm Mother Nature and Destruction. I am ever knowing, everlasting, ever true Ah, eh said I am never knowing, everlasting, ever true. Oh, I am never knowing, everlasting, ever true. Oh, yeah. I am never knowing, everlasting, ever true. You are, you are, you are, you are. Say everlasting. Oh, good. Everlasting. Hey. You are, you are, you are, you are. eh, hey, I say everlasting. Everlasting. You are, you are, you are. Oh yeah, everlasting.